Welcome to the Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey guys, what's happening? I see the wells. Usually. Hello everybody. Sometimes. Mostly. Occasionally. Mostly. Mostly. So what's going on? What's new? What's happening? I uh, just got back from uh, Indiana. Yeah, you just made the uh, trekkage back home. Trekkage back, yeah, the summer trip. Uh, came back... Um, you know, it's it's funny. Every time I go back, there it, it's almost like eighty percent new beer, and and of that eighty yeah. percent, probably eighty percent of I've never seen before. Yeah, I and, can it, imagine. and it, it's I mean, right? It's different distro, which which totally makes sense. Um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of things that get distributed there that may also get distributed here. They may get more localized variations of of whatnot. Um, but yeah, it was you know it was good times. I tried not to spend too much money, but of course, you know. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I I was checking out at uh, one of the beer stores, and the the lady's like, um, "Wait, that can't be right. It's that much for one can." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is." But you know, it's a Revolution can with the black top on it, so yeah. 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 <clears throat> Did said, you uh, hit any breweries? No, uh, we really didn't have much time for that, so I didn't get to get around and, and do as much of that. I mean, I, I, I guess technically we went to a brew pub, but um, it kind of sucked, and I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, because uh, you, you know it's, it's a you know it's a pizza brew pub, and the one beer I had was yeah, just gross. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Serviceable at best. Serviceable at yeah. best. But uh, yeah, no, it was uh, good times. Other than that, um, my uh, I don't. It's not in this show. Uh, <laughs> my sister brought me a four pack of beer from St. Louis. And she's like, um, I have no idea if you're going to like this. I took, a, I took a guess. Took a gamble. Wanted to surprise you. Rolled the dice. And, and you know, like, we've kind of talked about this before, but, I mean, I think we can sometimes be, well, not sometimes. We are the worst. When it comes to people that want to do something nice for us, they want to buy us a beer, you know, we can be really, really terrible to buy for. Uh-huh. And um, the, the one she got, spoiler alert, I really liked it. So... Uh, we'll be on that on a show coming up here, but uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, you know, not a whole lot. Just a uh, nice, relaxing getaway. It's good cool. times. Right on. Wells is over here spilling. Spilling shit. Yeah, because I'm trying to swirl this evilness out of my glass. Already um, that bad. What, so what's up? What's up? What's new? Not a whole bunch. Just trying to keep my finger on the pulse of Charlotte beer rumors and everything, but... Excited? Yeah. <clears throat> haven't been anywhere new or done anything fun. I mean, saw fish the other weekend and that kind of... Took the, the <laughs> gas out of me, so to speak. I, I bet. That was great, but dang, I'm not going brewery hopping the next day. Yeah, <laughs> don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, I haven't done shit, like always. Hey, what? Big shot. Josh went outside. Barely. Twice. Twice. Yeah, he twice. even saw a neighbor. <gasps> and then I bitched about how hot it was, because it's hot. You have been complaining a lot about it being hot. It's hot, man. <clears throat> yeah. It's hot. I mean, you've only got two fans going in this room right now. I know. Well, you know what it is. It it's just turned July, stupid man. red brick. All it does is sit there and absorb heat all day long, and it just... Ugh. I wish there was a way, like, you have, like, light mode and dark mode for your phone that you could yeah. have, like, summer mode for your house and for winter real. mode where it's... I want that red brick when it's, you know, cold outside trying to get me some of that absorption, yeah. but let's put it on like a lighter color in the summertime. Why don't you just get like some of those thermal blankets or just some aluminum foil and just coat your house in it? <laughs> I mean, hey, I, we're not meth that's here. Especially the aluminum foil. Please do the aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah, we're not meth that's here. Our <laughs> Wi-Fi is great. Allegedly. Allegedly. 
All right, so uh, news. Uh, yeah. This one kind of came out of left field, sure. I think, for a lot of us. Nope. Not, not for All right, well, Wells well, knows everything. For the rest of us, we weren't aware that there's this really old German brewer that is going to be building up here in Charlotte. Yeah, and uh, actually, previously, they were owned by AB InBev. No longer are, but they were previously owned by AB InBev. Uh, their CEO lives here in Charlotte and decided that, you know, hey, this... How old is it? They're what? They've been brewing 1546. since 1546. Okay, so a very old brewery said, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to build a brew pub <coughs> here to start out, and we have plans to do a massive, massive brewery at some point down the road. How massive are we talking? How massive? Yeah. Yes. Like, what, 100,000 plus barrels? 500,000. That's, that's right. 500, so, 000. like, a New Belgium-sized brewery. Uh, do, do we have any ideas where they're looking to go in Charlotte? Well, since you are apparently the knower of things. How in the world are they? I mean, it's going to be a 100,000 square foot facility is what they're talking about needing. Uh, I, I don't know. But I, I mean, I'm assuming that's going to be like out in like one of the industrial parks, but probably not near most well, of the Well, Jeff, it's going to be in a dynamic part of Charlotte. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that could be anywhere. That could literally be anywhere because they are throwing apartments up. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, you know, and, and, and I'm not, you know, like, so immediately my first thought is, huh, kind of sucks for old Mick. But then my second thought is, man, I don't know how quick the locals are going to take to big German brewer coming in. Yep. I mean, well, and not only that, but, you know, old Mac gets enough shit for they don't have IPAs it's they only have like dad beers this place only brews two beers yeah yeah that's it I am so excited for two beers I (gasps) mean two beers and people give old mech shit two beers or not two beers I mean you remember when old mech just had three on tap Uh uh-huh I mean I remember when they had two beers on tap yeah so do I and people were like oh cool are you gonna do a third (laughs) no no not anytime (laughs) soon but I mean, that's I mean, they've been doing this for years and years and years and years. And, and I mean, like, I, I got to imagine this guy's got more money than he knows what to do with, because to open a brewery in the States, Charlotte's going to be tough, especially for a brew pub in Charlotte, unless you've got some kind of hook. When you have two beers, man, that is not that is not the beer scene in Charlotte, not even close to the beer scene in Charlotte. I did love how the, one of the pictures in this article a was koozie, just a, a foam holder meant to keep beer cold. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Yeah, they had a, a pretty sizable, not sizable, they were a, a sponsor of the South End Hops Festival, which I went to a couple uh, months ago, and we talked about on the show as just a, a well-run small type thing. But that yeah. was their introduction to the States, and I started following an account there. It's like uh, Gilda1546 saying, German beer new to NC. And it's like they're coming to the Charlotte region. Fall. I mean, they they told us months ago that this was coming. Yeah. I just didn't know it was going to be a hundred thousand square foot brewery doing five hundred thousand barrels a year. Well, to be fair though, to start out, they aren't going that big yet out no, of the not. gate. But still, man, that's the, that is gigantic. Uh, and I just have to ask this basic question: If this brew pub fails, does this whole plan just disappear? Yes. I mean, it would have to, right? I would think so. I mean, this this uh, this is smart. They, you know, do baby steps and, you know, enter into the market. But I mean, if, if you're going to test the waters with a brew pub, I mean, may, I, I don't know. 
Why to, to me? And, and again, I I can't help but like internalize, personalize this. Like I, it, this feels like some kind of bad blood with OMB for some reason. <laughs> you know? Oh, why? Because they the CEO in this article says like. Oh, we're excited to finally introduce like charlatans to German beer. That's one. Wow, that's arrogant. Oh, hey, we're also in Cornelius, which yeah. I do remember. You know, yeah. Old Mech was gonna, and maybe they still are. They are expanding into Cornelius now that the cap's been lifted. Not lifted. They want to do a brew pub, you know, and this this kind of feels like the Google Fiber move. Like, hey, we're gonna go. You know, we're we're coming into your town, and all the cable companies freak out and drop their prices. They're like, ah, psych. Yeah, it uh, didn't it didn't work yeah. out. This this didn't work out. Bye now. You know, that, that is, a, 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 I think, potentially an apt comparison where Google can, you know, in this instance, Google Fiber is like, oh, we're still in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah cool. Are you, though? Are you, though? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, so your beer might still be here. But I like, again, you have, I, I hate to overcategorize, but you basically have two types of beer drinkers anymore. Yeah. There's the suitcase of Bush Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, Mick Ultra. You know, the macro beer drinkers that have a brand that they're loyal to. Mm -hmm. And then you have the majority of the craft beer drinkers who won't buy the same thing twice in a six-month period. Yep. I don't know where this beer fits. Because this is not going to be big with the loyalists. No, it won't. At all. And unless they start featuring, like, you know, beer winches at their brew pub, like, I don't know how they're going to get people to like that over Old Mech. Yeah, that's that's where I keep honestly really scratching my head about all of this going. Do you not know who's here? Did you not do market research before you decided? And that's why I feel like. Oh, but they did market research. They talked about all the number of German based companies that are here um, and its location to the airport and the port of Charleston where their ingredients are going to be shipped into like they've done some research i guess but it just doesn't make any sense though it just really makes me scratch my head going it would make more sense and maybe it's because this is the first time we've seen something like this i mean typically we hear like oh some big breweries thinking about coming to our area and then it's always like oh but they went to virginia yeah oh they went to atlanta oh they've gone someplace else we're not used to actually like it landing and even then it's like well this i mean well is this what we asked for what to say not only that but you know, a brewery that's been around since the 1500s was previously at one point owned by AB and then comes and flops their dick out on the table and says, this is how big it is. See? Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, like, I I hear you on the whole AB thing. I don't think I don't know how many brew pub goers care as much as the brewery visitors. Right. I'm making that distinction because I think the majority of people that are going to a like Old Mac or Sycamore or some of these places, they're going because it's a it's a place to go and it's a place to be seen. Yeah. Well, especially one of the places that you mentioned that is a meat market, basically. It is. It totally is. And, and you know, if Sycamore was owned by AB and Bev, I don't know that the people going there would care because yeah. that's not what they're there for. They're not there for the spirit of craft beer. That's true. They're there to have a beer. And be seen with their dogs yeah. and their kids and their kids as dogs, gotta be, and yeah, dogs as kids. Post on their Insta and, you know, whatever. And we've said it before, but the name of this brewery is Gildy or Gilday. Gilda. Gilda. Uh, G-I-L-D-E means gold. 
starting out, they are going to have what they call the embassy, which is their little brew pub that we've been talking about. Uh, the capacity on it's going to be it's going to be about the same size as most of the breweries here in Charlotte. So that's how they're going to test their water, so to speak, to decide, hey, is this a, a good idea or not? And then down the road, the plans are to open this gigantic brewery that we've been discussing. I think on one hand, that is smart. Let's test our waters. Let's see how well we can do in this market before we drop all this money to open up. And I guess going back to the surprising factor, I think another thing that surprises me is the fact that this is an international brewery. This is not a Sierra Nevada expanding. This is not a New Belgium expanding. This is a old ass brewery from Germany. Right. Picked here of all places. That's what I think got. And and I don't I don't dispute their research or their rationale or whatever. I mean, again, it it's this weird thing where I think as as beer fans, we're always like, hey, give us something new. Oh, wait, but not that. that. That's not that's not what I meant. I didn't really want I didn't really want that. I mean, you know, it's our own version of a paradox. You yeah. know, we want something yeah. interesting, but I honestly, I don't know that this is going to be interesting. I mean, if I saw their bear on the shelf today. I don't know that I'm buying it. Well, and you will see it soon. Uh, oh, in the next couple of months, it'll hit most of the big box stores. And so. we'll have it on the show and we'll go, yep, yeah, that's a really well-made beer that I'll never buy again. Yeah. And they're using Adams, the local AB distributor. Yeah, which that feels like a little that that kind of feels like uh, you know it was, it was my uh, girl on the side that I had for a while, and then we had an amicable split up somehow. But now I'm kind of getting a little on the side on the side. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that was that was interesting for sure. Getting a little on the side on the side. It's weird. It's uh, well, yeah, it's a it's, side side piece. Yeah, getting in bed with Adams right out of the gate. I mean, I'm sure that's built on relationships that were already there, but it just feels... I, it's just one more reason that I just don't... I'm not going to get too excited about it. Yeah. So we've seen how Stone, you know, tried to go into Germany mm-hmm. and then ended up having to sell that off to BrewDog. Yep. So here's a German brewer trying to enter the United States market in a way that just hasn't been seen on that scale either. Yeah. And it's just going to be curious to see how this all plays out. I think it'd be really interesting to see where they end up putting this brew pub. I mean, if it's, you know, like I know the article talked about the dynamic South End or whatever like that. So if it's another one on the South End, like I think that that could be a a very interesting acquisition for the right brewery in town that's looking for another location. Well, and I was going to say on the South End, depending on where on the South End, you're really pushing for market share with. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's difficult. I, yeah. I, I mean, whether you're on the Nodas side or the South End side, I think it's going to be difficult either way. Not to mention, you know, when you're fighting for space just from, like, apartment complexes, there's not going to be a whole lot of real estate for them to jump on. No, there's not. So, oh. Good luck. Wish them the best. Yeah, well, in Wells, like you said, I think this is going to be interesting to watch how this all plays out. I, I am morbidly curious to see what actually ends up happening. Yeah. Do they do they end up opening up this monstrous facility or do they falter? Who knows? Hmm. I, I'm gonna you know I think it'll it'll stick around for two years. You go away. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it two. I think they're they probably have enough pride behind it that they'll go give it two years. Well, and they probably spend enough money they at least have to give it two years if not more. Yeah. Or it'd be really interesting. And Wells, I, I'm. I don't know if this is the kind of thing that we can find out, but 
when they build something, I'm sure there's some sort of a purchase or lease agreement. Is that public record? Could you see how long they if they I picked? Don't the, know, I don't know. Okay, I was just you know like that would be interesting to see like oh they only leased for two years. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe that's why. I don't know. No, that's a good question. We'll have to see. I bet there. I bet that's a public record somewhere. At least in this state, everything's public in this state. <laughs> You'd like to think. All right, so, what you got next? Uh, kind of an interesting ruling came down from the Supreme Court a couple of weeks ago. In a 7-2 ruling, they basically had made the decision that could potentially have long-term implications on... Did I have that last one, by the way? Uh, probably not. Okay. Mm. I don't know that I want it, but I haven't been really impressed with anything, but <clears throat> that's for another segment, for another part of the show. Anyways, uh, they made a ruling that could potentially open things up for country cross-country selling. In other words, Ooh. so prime example, here in North Carolina, it is really hard to get beer from a beer store shipped here without <sighs> it being in gray areas. Right, because and, and some of that's because of our ABV cap, right? Yes. And then you've got like all the you know, legal rules for what's allowable and what's right. not. So in the state of North Carolina, South Carolina, a few others, but I'll just pick on these two because we live in one and the other's right below us. A... So let's say that you lived in, you, Jeff, you moved up to Raleigh, okay. and you wanted something from Kit. Yep. Kit could legally sell that to you because it is being shipped in state. He could, he could sell it and ship it to me. He could sell okay. it and ship it to yep. you because it's done in state. But let's say that the you know, bottle shop that you went so, to in Southern Indiana, Spirits. Oh, okay. Right. Are you? Yeah, we're well, talking yeah. South Carolina, right? Right across the border. Yeah. Southern Spirits, I guess, is a great example. They... Follow you on Twitter. They DM you like, hey, Jeff, we got this great beer. Do you want it? Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, I live in North Carolina. Even though you're in South Carolina, you cannot legally ship that to me. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll drive the 35 minutes to get some more fruitful fort, but, you know. Right. So this potential ruling, and I'm not going to go through the, the whole article because it's, a, you know, the 100 pages from Good Beer Hunting. But it, it does go into great detail. Longreads.com. Yes, <laughs> exactly. goes into great detail of how this could potentially Oh, this ruling could potentially now open up for that that style of shipping to happen everywhere. Which wow! Then on top of that, and it's been a couple of shows. It was the Birdsong Show. Actually, we talked about this. Amazon hiring that lobbyist to kind of work. Oh to yeah, try to soften this. Things get real interesting then. So now the Supreme Court has made a decision, and they've got these lobbyists trying to push to get rid of the three tier system. This could be a potential game changer. Oh, for sure. That's that's super interesting. Yeah. Didn't Mark do this for a while, though, where he was shipping stuff from North Carolina to other states? And maybe that's not such a big. It's, it's like, like it's, it's legal, gray area. Yeah, it's yeah. legal gray area shit. And this is like actually. <clears throat> all right. So I'm going to I'm going to tow this line carefully. This is for uh, selling and shipping of beer, not to be confused with. Uh, this is a FedEx box of hot uh, sauce, of hot sauce, and, hot sauce and malt vinegar. Right. Exactly. But so, you know, if there was the best damn beer store that's in San Diego, if I saw something on there, if this rule passed, they could potentially sell it. And the other possibility, which I actually think this is the coolest part of this, it doesn't have to just be bottle shops. It could be breweries. So a brewery could sell directly, you know, a brewery in Nevada could sell directly to us as consumers here in North Carolina. Man, boy, those, uh, I, I bet, uh, 
the uh, sales of uh, Pepto-Bismol and Tums near the uh, places where these distributors are holed up is uh, probably skyrocketing right now. It has to be because, I mean, this is, like I said, the Supreme Court has made a decision and shit could go down. N- nothing is, is official yet, and that's well, where I don't... So you know what's going to happen, right? So the, this you know this gets started, it starts to roll down the path, and then the lobbyists pay, or the, the distributor lobbies pay to file an injunction, and then an appeal, and in probably 10 to 15 years, you know, when we all have bionic, kid, <laughs> bionic livers anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. And, and Jeff, you did make a... a in, 10 to, in 10 to 15 years... When wine, spirits, and weed has taken over beer, it won't even matter. And and you're right. But <laughs> Josh, oh. Josh almost spit all over. Sounds his like a really good time to me. And then I sipped this, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, I know." Oh, you said to bring it. I did. I tried to warn you. Oh, hey, But uh, back to what Jeff was saying. You, you're right. Just because this happened, it doesn't mean that it's law tomorrow. There's going to be challenges. And this really is just the first step in what could potentially be a challenge to the traditional three-tier system. Yeah. So it's not the end of the day. You know, it's not like tomorrow we can all start buying from breweries and bottle shops all over the country. Man, that would be cool. That would be so cool. It's a good start. I mean, think about special releases, what that turns into. I know. Great. Or like the Elgato Club or some of those clubs that breweries have where you have to have somebody go mule your beer for you. That, that goes away. They, jack up, they get to jack up their prices uh-huh. and they make an extra little bit of profit on that. Yep. I mean, there's a lot of awesome potential here for what could, what could happen, but, you know, it's probably 10, 15 years down the road. I mean, it's fine. I mean, wine, wineries have been able to sell across state lines since 2005. Can you buy yes. from a winery and have them ship it to you? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah. I don't. I but don't. the the original thing back in 2005 was that wineries could do this, but states have not applied that to liquor and beer. Right. Well, this now is opening things up a little bit, so everybody's going to be on the same playing field. Yep. It'll be yeah. Beer beer sales across state lines. And and uh, dumb dumb question here, but I'm assuming there's some form of a three tiered system in the wine industry. I mean, you've got distributors. Yeah, they're distributors. But it's not as locked down, it's, maybe? It's not. I'm not as familiar with that. It's different, slightly. I mean, Just like it, only different. That makes sense. But And I don't know enough to speak to the... Well, and I mean, just how different it is, I can remember. It. And Amazon shut it down a while ago, but this has <laughs> been five or six Christmases ago. I bought Heather like a really nice bottle of wine from Amazon, like... Basically, what was happening is these wineries were selling their wines directly to Amazon. They would sit in a warehouse, and they, you know, were all in these fancy boxes and shit. And, and yeah, it's, so fulfilled just, by Amazon, just like the rest of their. Yeah. So what happens then when you're like, "Hey, man, I really want to get this. Like, uh, I, I really want one of these uh, Bissell Brothers uh, hazy IPAs," and it's like, or I could get the Amazon's choice for three dollars less, <laughs> and it's like. You know, Amazon's off-brand hazy IPA, and you're like, well, of course you're doing that because that's what Amazon does. Yeah. I, can't, I can't wait to do that. That's yeah. going to be hilarious. Like, those are going to be some fun beers to have on the show. Yeah. 
All right, today we're having uh, Amazon's Choice. Amazon's Basics. <laughs> Amazon, yeah, Amazon's Basics. Yes, Basics. That's what it is. I had them uh, schedule a two-hour window to have these things delivered between two and four, just before we start recording at six. I, I went ahead and downloaded the app so they could just you know open my garage door for me and put it in there. Yeah, and the drone <laughs> the drone just flew right in. <laughs> Here's your beer, sir. That would be awesome. But, Hilarious. But, I don't know. Like I said, th- this got me really excited because potentially there, this could be a game changer. It, but it, it very well could be. There's I a don't, lot this I, We're not going to see it for a while, but you never know. I mean, sometimes these judges go kind of crazy and they're like, no, damn it. I'm a judge. We're doing it. Throw out your appeal. No, thank you, sir. Oh, you want to you stay? You want a continuance? No. Well, and I was going to say, though, on the plus side, considering this was at the Supreme Court level, a lot of times it... It takes a lot to get those decisions overturned. So that that's where I think that was the big game-changing part of this. It, indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, in, in personal news, it was very close to me because we all know I'm the Boulevard Homer of the group. Because you, you know, are the Boulevard Homer of the group. I grew up in Kansas. I can't help it, man. You, you find that little craft brewery. At that point, Boulevard was little. Yeah. And... Shit happens. Well, so we know that Duvall kind of made this big conglomeration yeah. with them. Duvall oh, acquired Boulevard, Firestone, Brooklyn, Oklahoma Gang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not Brooklyn, Oma Gang. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, not Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Stop. Bad. Bad. No, not Brooklyn. Well, anyways, because let's face it, I know what happened. Pepper, leave him alone. <laughs> corporate synergies, corporate synergy. Uh, basically, Boulevard's mouthpiece, Jeremy Dan- Danner. <clears throat> Was let go. I know why he was let go. Well, because you, 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 you can speculate it, well, why he was let go. It's, yeah. it's corporate synergy. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. We knew that shit like this is going to happen. It sucks because he was probably one of the more passionate people about his brand. Sometimes he got a little aggressive, maybe. I got into some barbs with him occasionally about some of his points. <laughs> it didn't make me stop drinking Boulevard or didn't make me hate the brand anymore. But yeah. I mean, there's, a, there's what, like a half a dozen beer personalities left. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you, you think of, you know, Sam at Dogfish. Uh, Jim Cook. Cook, 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 Cook. Yeah, the, the, the Sam Adams one. And then, you know, you got Greg Cook. Yeah. You know, you got uh, What's Her Face at uh, Firestone. Um, Jen, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's not quite as as prolific as the rest of them. But I mean, you yeah. know, Jeremy Danner was one of those that, like it or not, I mean, he was out there. He was expressing himself all the time, good, bad, otherwise. You know. And it sucks. You never want to see anybody lose their job. And no. It, I mean, like, I I gotta believe that. You bullshit, know. Shit. Sometimes I really do. Yeah. Yeah. But, we know. We know but, Wells. But not this guy. Like. Yeah. I mean, he did, all, he did breathe his brand. For all your disagreements with him. Or maybe both of your disagreements, Josh. You know, you got a guy who really laid it all out of the line and bled yep. whatever colors Boulevard is. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, and and it, it, it sucks, but it's, you know, it's, it's again, it's part of that thing. Like when your brewery, when your favorite brewery gets acquired by a big company, they say nothing's going to change. They mean nothing's going to change today. Yep. But tomorrow is another story. Yep. And, you know, honestly, like even if, if, Boulevard, even if Boulevard hadn't been acquired... And, and if we're making the assumption, I think we are, because we don't have anything to back it on. But even if those pieces weren't in play, I got to believe at some point, maybe he walks away anyway. 
Like it's not, it wouldn't be the first time that we've seen, seen somebody say, "I need a break." Yeah, because it's a lot to be on all the time. Yeah, especially with the crap he probably has to deal with. Well, and not only that, but something I did not know until I did a little bit of research is he was actually wasn't the head brewer, but he was one of the first brewers at Boulevard before he kind of took on the PR piece wow. of it. He kind of stepped away from brewing and became a marketing person. So it'll be interesting to see what brewery he starts up next. Yeah. I mean, you never know, and that's very, very possible. Start at Parkway. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all a shot at Boulevard. Not Ooh. at all. Not at all. Broken Dreams? No? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Something yeah. like that. So yeah, it's, it's a real shame. I mean, pour one, out, pour one out for our homeboy Jeremy Danner. I mean, yeah, you know. It sucks. but One, one of the old guard. Yeah. You know, and it's always tough to see the old guard step down yeah. or be pushed out or whatever happened. And we don't know, but it sucks nonetheless. Yeah, exactly. All right. And well, on that bummer. Yeah. Are we ready for a break? break? I'm going to go rock in the corner for a while. <laughs> All right. We'll be back at 30. It's time for Buy No Buy, Jeff. Buy No Buy, we're going to talk about the beer that we have been drinking throughout the show. Whether we would buy it or not buy it. Um, real straightforward and easy. Like, you know, it's not a point scale or a rating system or anything like that. It's just yes or no. Um, and so uh, today's, show, today's beer, uh, brought back from Indiana, bought the, uh, of course, when I'm there, I always look at the Revolution Brewing Anti-Hero or, or Case of Heroes or whatever they call it. It's like a, a mixed 12-pack. Yes. And uh, there's always uh, three of the regular base Anti-Heroes, which I, I love that beer. And uh, I was thankful that uh, the other three I haven't had. Sometimes they do repeats, and so I was kind of excited to not have had any of these. And so um, the first one up is their Brute Hero, which, you know, jumping on the bandwagon with everybody else. It is uh, an IPA with that Brute Yeast. Um, that bandwagon that kind of disappeared, you mean? It's kind of too late. I mean, you know, like, I was, I was kind of nervous when I picked it up, but so today's July 1st. That was last week, so it was like the 20, 24th or so maybe when I, when I picked it up, and these were okay. canned on June 4th. So it was like three weeks old. Okay. And even now, it's less than a month old. Um, I am not a Brute IPA fan. I would not buy this on its own. This is the box turd. However, this is probably my favorite Brute IPA I've had yet. So, it's a no-buy. So, so, there's that. So, there's that. But it's still a no-buy. I'm going to nag you. Yeah, it's still a no-buy. It's still a no-buy. Wells hates it. I do, though. I really do. Uh, Brute IPA. Like, I at least saw that Hazy IPA Milkshake IPA could have legs. Yes. But... Brood IPA, like this thing, people couldn't figure out what it was at first. I, I, I've had one that I've really enjoyed, and I've had a lot that I've wished I'd never had. Yeah. Um, the wish I'd never had versus tolerate is still heavily skewed towards wish I'd never had. Do you remember when uh, Nitro for IPAs was a thing? Yes. Mm -hmm. Was that not, like, worse than Brute? No. That was okay. It was fun. Oh, no. Eh, no. Whatever. I'll take that brute. Well, I don't know. I'm taking that either. I'm not buying either. How about that? Well, so, Wells a no buy. Josh, 
you're right. This is the box turd of of that little thing. It's not the worst thing I've ever had, but I'm still not going to buy it. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> so, I guess. So, so there's not that. the worst thing I have ever had. Awesome. That's, it's not that pizza, is the highest. It's oh, not God. pizza beer level bad. Oh, the pizza beer. But yeah, this is and you know, kind of like what Wells was just saying, we all as much shit as we gave him for the haze and the milkshake beer that he used to bring in, it had legs and it's a style now. This thing died on the vine and I kind of feel like revolution did you like not catch this it was, last year? By, by, yeah, by the time they had it out, I mean, you know, I, I don't expect to see this one again. But yeah. I mean, you know, like, so there's two things. First one is maybe three things. First thing is I, I love buying revolution beer because we can't get it. Right. So Absolutely. whenever I see it, 100%. I want to pick some up. Second, I love buying these mix boxes because I know how much you like the art. Yes. Uh, so I always want to get those for that reason. And, and, uh, and third, I, I just, I like anti-hero. I always have. And I, mean, I still they make good shit. Yeah. Very. I mean, how often is it that we get something from them we don't like? Don't ask Wells. Yeah. Uh, especially any of their barrel aged stuff is, well, yeah, is crazy. You good. excluded. You don't count. And I, I and Jason brought me a couple extra special specials that I may be saving for special special shows. Oh, very. very good. Sp- I mean, and Jason would understand what I said. They're very special. The numbers don't lie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wells yeah, likes d- the most. Don't call me a hater. Well, you've also been on like half the n- amount of shows. And also, since he's been on, we've had 90% hazy IPA that he loves. So, you know. I'm also not bringing anything that I haven't had. Fair enough. Yeah, that's true. All right, next Sometimes, Sometimes you got to have like a, a palate cleanser. Oh, God, of- do I? <laughs> you know what? Shut your pile. All right. Uh, next up in the box is the Galaxy Hero. So it's the anti-hero with Galaxy Hops. Um, I enjoy this one a lot. I like this. I would buy it uh, as a standalone six-pack. Wells? Wouldn't do that either. It wasn't as just substandard as that brute was, but there wasn't anything that really left me like wanting more of this. I Just no buy. Josh? While he takes another sip of the next beer. <laughs> uh, Galaxy's not terrible. It's oh, not no. the worst one I've had. Compare it to some of the others that are... Well, I mean, you know, so the Centennial one, okay, that one wasn't super great, but like Mosaic, Citra. Yeah, like Mosaic those, and those, Citra. I mean, Mosaic yeah. and Citra, but like we're suckers for Mosaic and Citra. Yeah, that's true. And there comes a point where all your favorite hops get used and they've either got to go back to that well again or do something different. Yeah. You may not like it as much. This is the problem that we've always seen with the beer of the month. Yeah. Well. You know, when, whenever you keep trying to do like IPA of the month, like you're going to run out of hops and... Eventually, I I still have to give this a buy. It's it's not that bad by any stretch of the imagination, especially for a smash. Yeah, it's good. All right, next beer up. Uh, the one I was most excited about, the Lucky Hero. Uh, this guy kind of looks like Gambit, and he's got like the big long trench coat. He's throwing mm. some dice instead of cards. But um, uh, I'm excited about this one because it's Idaho Seven and Idaho Seven. Like I'm not yeah, one of those seem that, to be one of those. Like, like I don't like name drop hops all the time. Citra Mosaic. But everybody gets that, right? Idaho 7's become one of my new favorites. Um, Birdsong had their... Uh, oh, crap. What was it? They, they had one that had Idaho 7. It loved it. Um, we had it on our show with them. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yep. I'll think of it later. But, um, man, oh, man. Um, I love Idaho 7. I don't feel like this one like smacks me in the face as much as I would have hoped. 
But I, I mean, I would still buy a six pack of this. So I love Antihero. I love Idaho Seven. It's a good treatment for me. Wells, I enjoyed this one. It was a it was a nice break from the. Uh, anyway, I don't have anything nice to say. I I did like this one, Josh. Yeah, this out out of the three that we've had, uh, this by far stood out the most to me. Of this is damn good. So yeah, absolutely, I will buy this one. And final beer, gravity gravity rides. That was their Idaho Seven, gravity rides. Okay, okay. Um, so yeah, so you know those three all cans, you know, three to four weeks ago, and uh, then. Um, there's a whole bunch of Rheingeist sitting out, and I like Rheingeist, and I have good experience with Rheingeist, and I picked up a six-pack, and I was in one of those like weird spots where I just, for whatever reason, didn't look. And, um, well, this one's four months old. It's called Knowledge. It's an Imperial IPA. The hops have died off. It's a malt bomb. It is, um, it's, it's, I keep trying to say okay, and it can't, like, the words won't come out. Uh, it's, it, I would love to have tried this fresh. This may have been a different beer. Um, I'm, I'm sad for this one. Wells. Yeah, fresh pours only. This one was not, and therefore I cannot endorse it. No, bye. Josh. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. That one dropped off really fast, too. Yeah. Four months. Like, oh, do not want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, well, you know, it's an Imperial IPA. Maybe I'll bring it on. And I was talking to Josh. I'm like, I don't know. I want to bring it on. It's like, oh, you know, come on. Come on. Live a little. It's an Imperial IPA. It should be fine. What's the worst thing that could happen, buddy? <laughs> Wells. Wells is the worst thing that could happen. I'm afraid. All right, Jeff. It's time for I tap that. How does that work? Uh, I tap that is the part where we say which was our favorite beer of the entire show. What, which would we like to have a keg of at the house? Uh, for me, it's the Lucky. Um, you know, again, I love Antihero. Love Idaho 7. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to have a keg of that. Wells? It's the lucky for me, too, because it's the only one I bought. Josh. And it's a clean sweep, because hooray, lucky was the best of them all. So, yeah, that one's pretty easy. But, you know, hey, look. Can't wait to send them a trophy with a note saying, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Get better. <laughs> well, you hated on everything. The galaxy was good. Yes, it, it was. And, you know. Maybe the shine for regular is starting to wear a little thin on me. I don't know. You know, I think it is always tough because, you know, we get those beers that we really like and we like consistently. And then you have it like I brought back a six pack of One Claw from Charleston. And it's good, but it's not the I must have all of this like I used to have for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we maybe used to it's be, the, like huge one claw homers. Yeah, may, maybe it's my palate, maybe it's the ingredients, maybe it's the recipe, maybe it's everything. You know, maybe it's just you know my tastes have shifted. I mean, it, it is what it is. I, I just don't. Uh, I don't go crazy like I used to for that. Yeah, but I still enjoy it. But it's just not like it used to be. Yeah, that's true. weird. Jade, on the other hand, still let me some jade. Yeah, jade's always good. We but, should do a fridge show again. It's been a while. Yeah. Oh, this is my no, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we'll do that in, I don't know, August-ish? Yeah. When we like don't have some guests? Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, so we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, come find us on the interwebs. Go to craftbeercast.com. Uh, when I am actually paying attention to the post and I set them up, I set them up correctly. And then when you hear the episode, it's the actual right episode <laughs> and not the wrong episode. And I don't have Josh hitting me up at like 8.30 at night going, my dude... 
why is the old episode playing on the new post? And I'm like, oh, that's got to be. Nope, that's me. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. This is what I get for trying to do too many things at once. My bad, bro. Hey, I could have shamed you. I didn't. I I don't appreciate it. Hey, it's fixed. Uh, I I, uh, self-flagellate enough as it is. So uh, go there. Uh, Meanwhile, hey, look, uh, interact with us. Uh, You know, like if you want to support us, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Otherwise, hit us up on the Twitters at CBcast, uh, where Josh will uh, likely respond to you. Uh, and I may or may not, especially when you call me by the wrong first name. Wells? You can find me at all the Wells on Instagram, Twitter too. Josh? When, when you want to tweet. When I want to tweet. Yeah, you barely ever tweet. And I don't even know how. It, it's got to be algorithms because like every time I log into TweetDeck, I see your tweet and I'm Aww. like, oh, it's like his one tweet from the last two weeks. Yeah, it's like his one tweet. You guys are simpatico. And then I respond like, eh. Too bad. Get off of Instagram. Don't use Facebook. They're bad platforms. <laughs> I don't even log on to any of that stuff anymore, but I still get like my, uh, you guys posted something because I have an alert set up and I'm just like, I'm not going to respond to that. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I don't. Okay. That one I'll do. <laughs> Josh is whining about something. Go figure. Yeah. What do you know? Oh, Josh is clearly drunk. Yeah. No. <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Uh, you can follow my drunken ramblings on Twitter at JoshBC. Don't forget to rate or review us on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, don't forget to head up our subreddit slash r slash craftbeercast. If you're a Reddit person, you get free upvotes. Because you know you got to build that karma, son. All right, I don't know. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday. Technology. Sad, sad robot. Sad, sad robot Sad, sad robot All alone You're a sad, sad robot You're a sad, sad robot You're a sad, sad robot You're so alone Alone